The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're with me again this week. I've been getting a lot of positive feedback from guests who are enjoying the program and our discussions. They're pleased at how much fun they're having talking with me and are pleasantly surprised at the valuable information I'm sharing with my listeners during the first part of the show. One friend of a guest said, boy, that Dr. Paul is a great interviewer. I really feel like it's a conversation, not an interview. And I tell all my guests that. And I think that's where the joy is and the surprise and the um, spontaneity and where the richest information and most fun and engaging aspects come is in that interchange and that natural interchange. Last week, Dr. Paula Fairman was so fascinating. People commented on how the time just flew. She really summarized, without being prompted, so many of the things that we've been talking about and will continue to talk about in future shows. I want to talk more about some of the things that she hit on and that she really only had time to mention, but I will save that for next week when Dr. Lewis Cohn will be our guest to talk about his approach to helping people heal through nutritional supplements. Today, I want to use this first part of the show to talk more about changing our thinking I love the podcast because people can go back and listen to the shows they've missed or when they're having a particularly difficult time to listen again to shows that help them become more positive. The ideas I've been sharing are beginning to make a difference. At least I'm getting that feedback. I'm hearing from my clients who are listening weekly to the show how their thinking is becoming more positive. The show is helping them change faster. More than one client had tears of gratitude this week. 
It doesn't get any better than that for me or the client who after years of therapy was still miserable before she came to me. And this week we spent a good part of the session laughing as she shared some of her experiences from the holiday weekend. Another client was upset by the family interactions over the July 4th holiday weekend and said that listening to the podcast helped her deal with the situation and helped her wait until our session without the pain that she would have experienced normally. Changing the way you think can literally change your life. I'm deeply gratified to be able to help people do this with the tips I give on the show, as well as with my private work with clients and the workshops that I do and the speaking engagements that I am asked to give. After last week's show, my friend called to recount how she was listening on her iPhone in the waiting room and eating a tuna fish sandwich while waiting to have a conversation that was causing her a lot of stress because she was so worried about it going well. She started laughing as she described to me trying to use the technique I was suggesting during the show from the time that Dwan Washington was on. It was about breathing in blue light to calm herself. And she was dutifully doing this while trying not to breathe out pieces of the sandwich she was eating while wondering if she had a blue candle at home that she could light to help calm herself after the stressful day. We were in hysterics. We were like schoolgirls having so much fun. And her gift of being able to turn a stressful, ridiculous, painful situation into comedy is such a beautiful gift. And we all have the ability to do that. When we can laugh at ourselves, we are healing ourselves. And we share it with others. We create good feelings and healing for everyone. After the laughter, we talked about some things that were worrying her right now, including a book that she spent a long time writing and is still unpublished. She had made good use of it by turning it into her dissertation, which gave her some peace of mind that the book would at least serve the purpose of helping her get her PhD. But the publisher she was working with kept asking for more and more rewrites of the same material without a clear direction given to her as to what, how the rewrite would be acceptable. So every time she submitted something, the editor would send it back to her and tell her, try again, the still isn't it. But she never clarified what she wanted. So everything my client did just came back as unacceptable. After about, I'm sorry, my friend, after about six months of this and the publisher refusing to give her a different editor, she finally said enough and stopped the process. And then the opportunity was gone 
and she for publishing the book and she felt guilty and distressed that her book is still not published several years later because even though she got the PhD with it her real goal was to publish it so as she and I talked about it I pointed out that really she made a self-loving decision the editor was clearly abusive when the target keeps keeps moving and nothing you do is right and you're given no clear direction you're being abused she stood up for herself and ended a situation that was not going to end well for her and was just going to continue to cause her stress distress and pain the silver lining here is that she stood up for herself and at the right time she'll find the right publisher for her book by releasing the guilt, anger, pain and resentment from that experience she will open a door for a healthy and productive relationship with a new publisher you may say be saying well that's easy for you to say it isn't your book but I have my own story about a book that I started writing and is waiting for me. I put it down when my sister died about three years ago. I just couldn't find the creative energy that I needed to continue writing. I have a sadness about not finishing it. But I do know I'll get back to it when the timing is right. My challenge is to not criticize myself for being human. And I have accepted that challenge and I don't criticize myself. Even though I still want the book finished, it's not that I blame myself and put a heavy, heavy guilt trip on myself. Grief is a strong emotion and we have to honor it. At some point, I'll have healed enough to pick it up again. Until this, that time, this radio show is amazing. It is fulfilling in new ways and brings me continuing pleasure. We can't do everything. There are only so many hours in a day. And, and until I get 48-hour days, I'm happy with what I am doing now. I am grateful for my life. I enjoy my life. Patience and acceptance are critical for a happy, healthy life. If you have a question about how to apply the ideas I've been sharing in each show to your own life, or how to see the silver lining in a difficult experience in your life, it would be my honor to help you. Please call during the show to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or email now or between shows to dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. That's Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. And the phone number to call between shows is 1 214 
1-214-736-4460. That's 1-214-736-4460. It turns out that today is a particularly good day for you to call in because our planned guest, Sergeant Kenny Thomas, had to cancel at the last minute due to an emergency. He sends his apologies, and I told him to let it go, that it's not a problem. I don't need my guests having guilt, and I'm not going to be responsible for that guilt. So we wish him well, and I look forward to rescheduling his appearance at the closest possible date. And I know he's looking forward to that, too, because he said that. And so here I am with 30 minutes of unscheduled airtime. How did I find the silver lining? Because, of course, I just got this message at midnight last night. So I, I look on it as a challenge to myself. And I made a long list of all the things that I could share with you. Then I had to decide which ideas to focus on. I went to sleep and asked for inspiration during the night. I woke up early with a bunch of ideas floating around, so I grabbed my journal and wrote to try to focus. I got some clarity, but I needed to start writing out the content for the specifics to emerge. Then the excitement took over, and I was in the flow. The way I dealt with that second of fear or that moment of fear was to take action. I could have sat there and worried all night and or all morning and gotten nothing done because I would have been spinning out about what do I say? What do I do? How shall I handle this? This has never happened before. This is new. I'm, I'm, I'm new at all of this. I'm unexperienced. What, what, what? Okay. And you can drive yourself crazy to the point where I might've called in and said, oh, can't do the show. You'll have to play an, an old show. And, and that's one option. I could have done that. But the fact is that I have so many things to share to you that I'm overwhelmed about, well, which things should I share in this extra time that I have? So let's begin. I needed a combination of pink and red roses. So I asked the work, woman working in the floral department of the grocery store to put that together for me while I did the rest of my shopping. She did a beautiful job, but after I paid, I realized that she had overcharged me. I went back to her to get it corrected, but there was a long way to customer service, which is where she took me. She didn't want to disturb the manager, but my previous experience tells me that you can always get the manager to fix a overcharge and to give me the credit back. So I walked over to him and asked for his help. My thinking about all of this went like this. First, I was annoyed that she overcharged me and was wasting my time in getting the refund. Then I thought I should have checked the price. Okay, guilt. I did something wrong. Then I thought, caught myself and said, okay, 
how can I think about this differently? First, yes, I could have checked the ticket and avoided the problem, but you can't check everything all the time. You have to trust that some things go right or we would all be spending all our time checking everything. With this particular salesperson, however, I will double-check her in the future because she taught me that it's worth my time to make sure that she is accurate. So I learned about her, but it really wasn't a general statement because I can't even remember the last time I was overcharged. So to waste my time checking and double-checking everything that every, every item and everything that the checker is doing makes no sense. It's That is a waste of my time and energy and is fear-based. It's creating fear within myself every time I go shopping or every time there's a financial interaction. And that is going to create more negativity and bring more difficulties into my life. So I chose not to make myself wrong and not to beat myself up. Then I realized once I got past the few seconds and all this transpired very quickly in my head because I've learned how to turn this stuff around very fast. So then I realized how well I had handled the situation by standing up for myself and taking charge of asking the manager for help when the salesperson wasn't willing to do so. She was in fear. Oh, don't disturb the manager. Or maybe she was worried that he'd find out she had made a mistake. Whatever it was, it had nothing to do with my getting through the process as quickly as possible. So I felt good about taking care of myself and about the way I handled things. I turned what in the past would have been another a negative situation into a positive one because at another point in my life, I would have been very frustrated by what I would have seen as the employee's incompetence resulting in my being inconvenienced and I wouldn't have taken matters into my own hands because I would have been too scared to speak up and I wouldn't have talked directly to the manager. And that's another way to look at things in a positive light. Not was I perfect, not did I, but, but did I do better than I used to? Life isn't perfect. It's how we handle the challenges that determines the quality of our life. In fact, I had a number of clients this week tell me how proud they were of themselves, they, that they stood up for themselves. Did they do it perfectly? Not every time. And that's okay. We learn as we go. We allow ourselves to be where we are in the moment and to do it better the next time. In previous shows, we've talked about the importance of feeling our feelings even when it's anger or tears, both clear the air and allow us to heal. They empty the negative and make room for the positive. When we've been taught that these feelings are not acceptable, they sometimes come out in ways that we judge as bad. 
Well, when a teenager is expressing themselves, it can be a little ugly. When our growth in expressing our feelings has been stunted in childhood, we may sound like a teenager or an adolescent initially. As we develop more emotional maturity, we're able to express our feelings more calmly. We have to cut ourselves some slack if we don't do it perfectly or calmly initially. We need to recognize that we're learning and growing and pay attention to how we change over time and be proud of ourselves for stepping on the path, for taking the journey, for standing up for ourselves and for expressing our feelings. And that's the key. Every experience is an opportunity to learn and to grow and it's best when we do it without judging ourselves or others. When you are really committed to change, learning to see clearly is difficult, especially if you grew up with people who instilled unusual amounts of fear in you. Were you afraid to speak up because you would get yelled at, criticized, punished, or hit? If so, then as an adult, <clears throat> you probably shut down when you should be standing up for yourself. Or you reach a breaking point, yell at someone, and then feel badly that you were inappropriate. Sorting through what's happening and learning to stand up for yourself is hard to do on your own. We are so used to trying to understand the other person and give them the benefit of a doubt that we wind up hurting ourselves and not taking care of ourselves. Our thinking gets clouded because we want to be nice. The other person, however, is often not like us and will use our kindness and ability to empathize against us. If you're the one always getting the short end of the stick, if you're the one who always feels like you're losing and feeling bad and the other person is on top of the world or getting what they want, something is wrong. It's out of balance. You have to stop thinking it through, giving them the benefit of a doubt, giving them the break, understanding them, and you have to start feeling. Somebody told me once that understanding means standing under. Yes, sometimes we have to understand what's going on and, and give the other person a break. But if you're the only one understanding and always the one who compromises, who lets the other person do it their way. If you're always the one who doesn't get what you want and need, you need to start paying attention to that. Start feeling how bad that feels, how awful it feels to be discounted, to be ignored, to not get your needs met. And sometimes we're so used to not getting our needs met that we don't even know anymore what we want. We can lose sight 
of our own desires and our own needs because we're so busy making everybody else happy and making sure that everybody else gets what they want. If you're really committed to changing your life, becoming more positive, and creating a healthier, happier life, and are unable to do so on your own, call in with your dilemma to one 472 5795 or contact me for private sessions over the phone, on Skype, or in person. As a July 4th special, I'm offering 20% off to new clients on their first session if it's booked during July. To take advantage of this 20% discount, Email me at drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Call me at 1-214-736-4460 or visit my website, paulajoyce.com for more information on all of my services and to contact me for an appointment. I offer coaching And I offer energy healing, past life regressions. I have uh, speeches and workshops that I give. I have numerous ways that I help people. As Dr. Paula Feyerman said last week, it doesn't matter what your point of entry is. There are lots of ways to heal. What's important is beginning Find your point of entry and begin. I look forward to hearing from you. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you're enjoying our program, be sure to like us on Facebook by going to my website, paulajoyce.com. Stay tuned. We'll be Right back with more on clearing negative thoughts, and also I'll be taking your calls if you feel so motivated. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 
1111 Talk Radio, because shift happens. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm Dr. Paula, your host, the Life Doctor. Due to an emergency, Sergeant Kenny Thomas had to reschedule. So I'm here to take your calls and to share a few more tips on changing those negative thoughts into positive ones. One would be, and this is different than the kinds of things I've talked talked about before, but it's a spiritual way to remove negative thoughts, and it's very powerful. You fill a bathtub with warm water and put a quarter cup of sea salt into it, and then add a drop or two of lemon oil, which is an essential oil. And this will help clear persistent negative thoughts. You say a prayer when you get into the bath for cleansing of your negative thoughts. And if there are specific ones that are hounding you, state those. If it's just generally worrying and thinking negatively, then ask that that be cleared. Make up your own prayer. Take the bath for about 10 minutes. You can even set a timer. You don't have to do this for a long time. Sometimes reciting Psalm 23 is helpful. Another idea is to literally put a smile on your face. Make yourself laugh or smile like we were talking about um, with Miriam. She didn't force it. It just happened. Um, and, and it was great, but if it doesn't happen naturally, you can force it, and it will literally change your mood. Cry. Sometimes crying is just what the doctor ordered. Don't judge yourself. It can be cleansing. Take a walk, and you know, the after a rain, The rainbow comes out and sunshine comes out. It's the same with crying. 
afterwards the release is healing and you will feel better and make room for more light and positivity. Take a walk in nature or commune with nature. Imagine being a bird or a flower or a tree. See the world from their perspective or just appreciate their beauty and their simplicity. Think like they do and, and, and let go of all that worry and fear. This always works for me. I can get lost in observing nature or just smell fresh air. Some people like to literally hug a tree. You can also keep cut flowers on your desk or in your living room. They naturally absorb negative energy. Use incense to remove a negative thought. Burn it as often as you need. Sage and frankincense are both good scents for this. Go for a walk, run, do yoga, dance, do some form of exercise that gets you into a state of um, where, where your hormones are working on your behalf and you don't have the, the physical energy even to think the negative thoughts because you're so focused on staying present and finishing your mile run or whatever it is. So shift the focus, clear your mind. Sometimes just taking a shower, changing the energy, changing the activity, getting up and walking in a circle, um, walking around in a circle can help. If you meditate or you're interested in meditation, do that and breathe in and out deeply. That will help to release and to clear the thoughts. And when you get a negative thought, you push it out. There are different forms of meditation. Find one that looks of interest to you, that appeals to you. You don't have to do meditation, but if it appeals to you, it is a powerful way to clear negative thinking. And I just noticed a message here that we have a caller on the line. Oh, hello? Yes. Hi, Dr. Paula. Um, my name is Amy. Hi, Amy. I, hi, Dr. Paula. Um, I really enjoyed listening to your show. Um, and I have a situation that I wanted to ask you about. Yes. Um, okay, so I, I'm a babysitter for a, a wonderful family. They're just the best. Um, and part of my job involves driving the children um, to their activities and back and forth from school and everything. And uh, last week I got into a car accident, um, and the children were not in the car and nobody was hurt, and the parents were not upset, um, but the car was really damaged, um, and it's going to cost a lot of money to fix. And the parents are so understanding and said it wasn't a big deal, but I just feel so terrible about the situation, about crashing the car, and I'm reluctant to continue driving. Um, and even though they say it wasn't a big deal, I feel just really responsible and really terrible about it. Um, and I'm wondering what you suggest, how do I 
uh, get over this situation and possibly turn it into something positive? Well, I, I think it can be a broader picture. Um, so if you're not able, it sounds to me like you're not able to forgive yourself that even exactly. though they forget it, you said exactly? Yeah. Okay, so then is this a pattern and the car accident just brought it to the surface in a way that you're not able to ignore, sort of like the, the final straw or it was so big that um, you're, you're mortified and don't feel maybe like you deserve even to continue having this job. Uh, you know, I don't know. Um, I didn't really think about it like that. Um, I was... Um, okay, so yeah. it's it's a thought to entertain because that's where it's going to lead to if, um, if, if driving the children around is part of your job as a babysitter, you have a choice of getting back in the car and driving the children around or of probably losing that job. Mm -hmm. So there are consequences. And, and the question is, um, is, is it, is it a fear that they're going to fire you? Is it a fear that you're not good enough? Is it a fear that you might have hurt them? You know, accidents are part of life. Accidents are part of life. So does is this trigger something from the past where you um, or someone you loved was in a major accident and maybe got hurt and there are unresolved feelings around that yeah you know I didn't even think of that but I I did I had a friend of mine um who was seriously injured in a car accident um I, I was not involved in that accident but um it I guess it it kind of brings some of that back um it, and she was she was hurt very badly and she'll never be the same so there, there are things that are real to be afraid of, and and it, you know accidents can happen at any time, and and it's not a matter of assessing blame or responsibility. It's a matter of dealing with the um, of the negatives in life or what we feel are the negatives in life. You know, people who have had traumatic experiences like that where they are not able to function the way they used to, people who have a healthy attitude will say, I'm so grateful because now I'm grateful for every breath. I'm grateful for every moment. I'm grateful for everything that I can do. There was just, and there are examples over and over again in our culture of people who rise above circumstances, who take it and use it as a positive. There was the young woman who was on um, Dancing with the Stars this last season who came in as a runner-up, and she has artificial legs. She was an athlete, 
and in college she got um, stricken with, uh, um, I can't remember the name of it, um, anyway, um, it, it affected her brain and she almost died and she lost her legs as a result of it. And the dancing was absolutely incredible. When she was a runner-up, she could have been the, the winner as well. And it wasn't that people felt sorry for her. It was, she was inspirational and be, a beautiful dancer. And she, they used different artificial legs for different dances. They kept experimenting, used things in new ways. She broke new ground. And she, she doesn't feel sorry for herself. She has a beautiful life and is grateful for what she has. And over and over again, we find people who are able to look at their life, rise above the circumstances. I don't know about your friend, whether she feels sorry for herself. Um, yeah, she, she does. She does for sure. And it's been, it's been hard on all of us. Um, but I, I appreciate you saying these things about other people. And I think that might be helpful to her as well. I, I think exactly. I think that it is, you know, making the connection for you of the car accident and your grief around your friend and then working with her to find ways to look at her life. I mean, you know, there are people who can do nothing but use a stick in their mouth and they write mm -hmm. books. Yeah. It, it, you know, so there our lives are never wasted. It's how we choose to use what we have and what to make of what we have. So I would encourage you to work with her on, you know, finding ways that she can appreciate and enjoy her life. And, you know, sometimes it means spending less time with someone who's not willing to, you know, come out of the negative side of life and say, you know, we can help our friends to a point, but then at some point we have to say, you know, I'm not going to just allow the pity party. You know, it happened. Now what? Now what do we do? How do we create a beautiful life? There are people who have all of their faculties and make nothing of their life and find no joy. We're all in, we're not in charge of what happens necessarily, but we're in charge of how we deal with it, how we respond, what we do with our lives. Great, great. Okay. Well, thank you. I will definitely, um, we'll get together, <laughs> she and I, and I, I really appreciate you taking my call. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling and best of luck. And, you know, if you have other questions or something about that situation comes up and you want to call back, feel free to. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. The call. Um, so uh, uh, I think actually we're at a point here where it's time for the next break. So I will remind you that you're listening to 
Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with more on Becoming More Positive. Be the change. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214 208 3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214 208 3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Welcome back. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and like us on Facebook. I want to give you another example of how the healing path works and how even in what some might call a difficult situation, people can see and feel the positive. One client came in after a blow-up at work not feeling guilty, but actually being proud that he stood up for himself. He was grateful that it brought the anger to the surface so that he could release it. He reported saying things to his boss that were true and that he was never able to say to his mother because his boss was acting in the same way that his mother used to. He was conscious of the connection and actually used the situation to help himself grow. He also gained more insight into the patterns of abuse and how he gets caught in a reactive mode. And this was something in our show with Dr. Deborah that we talked about that your 
boss is not your mother, where we get confused sometimes. He was clearly not confused. He knew what he was doing, and it felt good for him to say it. So he knows that the goal is to catch himself before he reacts so that he can respond from a position of power. He also knows that he's on a path and that healing is a process. It all takes time and the willingness to see things clearly and allow yourself to be where you are. Self-acceptance is critical. And he had a level of energy afterwards that he hadn't experienced before. Anger, guilt, and fear are heavy emotions that weigh us down. As we begin to clear them, we get lighter, happier, and more energized. And each time we release more of the old heavy emotions, we get closer to responding rather than reacting. So this turned out to be a positive for him. He knows he can always get another job if it comes to that. And in the meantime, he's using this job to heal, to pay attention to his interactions, his reactions, his responses. How much has he grown? How different even that he spoke up for himself was huge. Also knowing he still wants to continue to grow, but also feeling the incredible relief and joy of releasing so much anger and guilt and getting to the energy, the positive energy, and then wanting to use that on his own behalf, to do good things for himself. My clients often ask about forgiveness. Forgiveness doesn't mean calling the people who hurt you or sending them an email and saying you forgive them or even about their asking for your forgiveness. It's about clearing the negative energy in your own heart. If you're full of anger, bitterness, and resentment, then you're filled with harmful energy that's hurting you mentally, emotionally, and physically. We've talked on many shows about the influence that stress and negativity have on our body. And how do you have room in your heart for loving relationships if you're full of negativity. As you release the negative, you have room for the positive. So for your own well-being, you have to do what you can to let go of the bad feelings. The negativity harms you, and that's what's so important for you to understand. You're actually allowing them to continue to hurt you when you keep the anger alive in your heart. And forgiveness is a process, not an event. It happens step by step, bit by bit. And release the anger by turning it into positive action whenever you can, into righteous indignation. And then forgive them, see them as lost souls, as hurt people who made bad choices, see them as children of God who are in deep pain, or they wouldn't be hurting others. 
Do what you can to find a way to forgive, but don't judge yourself if you're not ready or willing to do so. And most of all, forgive yourself. Because usually, if we're not able to forgive someone else, it's because we're not able to forgive ourselves. Pray that one day you'll be able to do so. And meantime, continue to be more positive until there's no room for any negativity. And then like magic, grace moves in and you are finally free. I'd like to do, take you through a meditation right now that helps people to clear negative energy. If you, and, and you can do this with me right now if you like. I suggest that you close your eyes, that you get comfortable, and take a deep breath. Breathe in and out. Breathe out all of the negative energy and do that one more time. And one more time. Envision yourself swimming in an ocean of blue light. See all of your negative thoughts going into this ocean of God's love or goddess's love or just the love of nature. And the ocean is absorbing all of your negative thoughts. And see the positive energy in the universe, God's energy, the energy of love, cleansing and clearing away all of your fears and all negative thoughts. See yourself swimming out of that ocean, leaving all of the negative thoughts in it, and swimming directly <clears throat> into an adjacent ocean that only contains pure love and light. This white light protects you and keeps all of the negative thoughts from returning. You can do this meditation as often as you like to help clear negative energy. Thank you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, like us on Facebook. Go to my website, paulajoyce.com, where you can also get more information on my services and the books our guests have written. Remember that in the month of July, I'm offering a 20% discount to new clients on their first service. I hope you'll join us next week when Dr. Lewis Cohn will talk with us about his unique approach to healing the physical body with kinesiology. In the meantime, if you think of a question about a show or a difficulty in your own life, please leave a phone message at 214-736-4460 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. If you have a question, others do too. So help yourself and them by asking it. You can do so anonymously if that feels safer.
This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and go through you. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.